How I Do It, Paracapsular Nerve Group or PENG Block by Dr. Sri Kali, Dr. Sinduja Arnema, Dr. Promal Kukreja, and Philip Peng. Introduction. Paracapsular nerve group, or PENG block, is a fascial plane block where local anesthetic is injected into the fascial plane between the psoas tendon and the ilium, aiming to block the articular branches of the femoral, obturator, and accessory obturator nerves that provide sensory innervation to the anterior capsule. Total hip arthroplasty is the second most common joint replacement surgery. Hip fracture is common in the elderly population, and pain control is often challenging. The innervation to the hip joint is complex, and providing analgesia with any single technique is challenging. Therefore, having a thorough understanding of the anatomy of the hip joint capsule is critical for a more targeted intervention. Hiran Arango and her colleagues were first to describe the PENG block for perioperative analgesia for hip fractures based on a comprehensive study of the anterior hip innervation published by Short and others. Anatomy of the Hip Joint Capsule The hip joint is a ball-and-socket type of synovial joint with articulation between the head of the femur and acetabulum of the hip bone. The joint capsule of the hip attaches to the acetabular labrum and the transverse acetabular ligament proximally. A strong fibrous capsule and ligaments accommodate and support a wide range of movement. The blood supply to the hip joint is supplied by branches of the femoral artery, including the medial circumflex femoral and lateral circumflex femoral arteries. The nerve supply of the hip joint is complex and comes from multiple articular branches. The anterior hip capsule is innervated by the articular branches from the femoral, obturator, and accessory obturator nerves, while the posterior capsule is innervated by branches from the sacral plexus. In general, most of the nociceptive fibers are highly concentrated in the anterior and superolateral capsule and the posterior hip innervation is mainly comprised of mechanoreceptors. The articular branches of the femoral and accessory obturator nerves can be found between the anterior inferior iliac spine, or AIIS, and the iliopubic eminence, or IPE. The articular branches of the obturator nerve can be blocked separately at the inferior aspect of the inferomedial acetabulum or by a paracapsular spread from high-volume injectate administered between the AIIS and IPE. Anatomy of the PENG block Anatomic structures pertinent for performing the PENG block include anterior superior iliac spine, or ASIS, AIIS, pubis, and inguinal ligament. Two major muscles also serve as identifying landmarks when performing this block under ultrasound guidance. The psoas major muscle starts at the lumbar vertebrae and inserts into the lesser trochanter of the femur. The iliacus originates at the wing of the ilium and attaches to the lesser trochanter. Both muscles function as major hip flexors and are commonly referred to as iliopsoas. The initial goal of the ultrasound-guided PENG block is to obtain an ultrasound image aligning the AIIS and IPE. 
An optimal ultrasound scan should include the following structures, AIIS, IPE, bony prominence just medial to the psoas tendon, iliopsoas muscle and psoas tendon, and femoral neurovascular bundle. Supplies. Low-frequency curvilinear ultrasound probe, 2 to 5 megahertz, 80 to 100 millimeter 20 to 22 gauge needle, sterile skin prep, sterile glove, mask, hat, 15 to 20 milliliters of local anesthetic of choice. Approach, technique, and positioning. The peng block is performed with the patient in the supine position. One can start the scanning by placing the probe at the ASIS in a transverse orientation and moving the ultrasound probe inferiorly to visualize the AIIS as per the original description by Huron and others. Once the AIIS is seen, the probe is pivoted towards the pubic symphysis to reveal the IPE. To ensure the optimal positioning of the probe over the two landmarks, AIIS and IPE, the depth of the AIIS is kept constant during the probe pivoting. The block is often performed as an in-plane technique directing the needle from lateral to medial. The needle tip should ultimately be guided to the fascial plane between the psoas tendon and ilium. Following negative aspiration, approximately 15 to 20 milliliters of local anesthetic of choice is injected, observing for fluid spread in this plane and displacement of the psoas muscle tendon. Two other possibilities can occur during injection, intramuscular spread or inability to inject due to high pressure. Rotating the needle will enhance the needle piercing through the muscle. Inability to inject is due to the needle being embedded in the iliofemoral ligament, and this can be solved by rotating the bevel 180 degrees or withdrawing the needle slightly. Deposition of local anesthetic in this plane will anesthetize the articular branches supplying the anterior hip capsule. Other authors have described alternative approaches and scanning techniques, including bottom-up, visualizing the antero-superior joint line, and sliding up. The goal of any approach or technique used is to identify and target the fascial plane between the psoas tendon and ilium. Local anesthetic is then deposited in that fascial plane. Discussion. Femoral nerve blocks, lumbar plexus blocks, and lumbar epidurals have been used in patients scheduled for hip fractures or total hip arthroplasties. However, a major disadvantage of these approaches is motor weakness, rendering patients unable to actively participate in physical therapy. Compared with the placebo, the peng block showed superiority in post-operative analgesia effects and the level of opioid consumption in patients receiving both primary and revision total hip arthroplasty. Compared with femoral nerve block, the peng block also showed superior post-operative analgesia effect and shorter discharge time in patients with hip fractures. Compared with infrainguinal fascia iliaca block, the peng block provided superior analgesia effects and decreased opioid consumption in patients after surgery for hip fractures. Compared with supraingual fascia iliaca block, the peng showed similar analgesia effects but lower incidence of motor blockade. 
The peng block aims to block articular nerve branches innervating the anterior hip capsule. This block therefore targets the anterior sensory branches and spares the motor branches and posterior proprioceptive fibers. Another major advantage of the peng block is that it can be performed with the patient in a supine position, and significant reduction in dynamic hip pain can typically be achieved within 30 minutes of block placement. The motor sparing effect enables patients to ambulate early, actively participate in physical therapy, and reduce opioid consumption. The main indication for the peng block is for post-operative analgesia following hip arthroplasty. There is evidence to support its use for acute traumatic pain after hip fracture. Other potential indications for the peng block include chronic hip pain. Although the peng block covers the anticipated pain from the anterior capsule and is theoretically an ideal analgesic block for hip arthroscopy, recent literature does not show any clinically relevant benefit. Contraindications to the peng block include patient refusal, infection at the needle insertion site, and risk of bleeding for patients on anticoagulants. Clinical pearls. Although the peng block is motor sparing, use of large local anesthetic volume, greater than 20 milliliters, can cause greater spread and increased chances of anterior thigh weakness due to femoral nerve blockade. A large volume of local anesthesia can track through the junction between the pectineus and psoas to the superficial surface of the psoas, resulting in motor block. One of the major contributions for the motor block is the spread of local anesthesia in inadvertent intramuscular injection. Having a needle touching bone does not guarantee the needle is on the bone as the bone prevents the fascia to yield for the needle to pop through. One way to get around this is to rotate the needle to simulate a piercing action on the fascia. Even though one can see the spread of injectate deep to the fascia, one should monitor and prevent intramuscular spread. It is possible for a small volume of local anesthetic to track through a thin psoas muscle towards the femoral nerve. In some situations, the clinician may find it hard to inject local anesthetic via the needle. It is likely that the needle tip is within the iliofemoral ligament, especially if the needle tip position is closer to the hip capsule. Rotating the needle bevel 180 degrees should be the first step before slightly withdrawing the needle. Quite often, one may not see the lifting of the psoas due to either intramuscular placement or the cephalad placement of the needle. There are a few ways to help to avoid this. First, when one pivots the probe around the AIIS, make sure the depth is the same before and after the pivoting. Second, when the probe is in the perfect position over the AIIS and IPE, the echogenicity of the bone is the highest. A cephalad placement can be easily recognized by the decreased echogenicity of the bone. Third, the most common reason for a needle-placed cephalad is the tilting of the probe in cephalad direction due to the protuberant abdomen of the patient. This can be avoided by placing a large pillow beneath the buttock on the side of the block. Alternatively, taping of the abdomen or the retracting of the abdomen by an assistant will help.
an optimal scan should include the femoral artery as the femoral nerve is lateral to it. In some situations, the femoral nerve is close to the trajectory of the needle, and tilting of the probe laterally can increase the options of the trajectory to avoid the femoral nerve. The injection point for the peng block is in the vicinity of the lateral femoral cutaneous nerve. To avoid injury to the nerve, the authors suggest paying attention to the patient when putting local infiltration to the skin before needle insertion. If the patient complains of pain, we should inquire whether the pain is localized from the needle or radiates down the lateral thigh, suggesting a paresthesia of the lateral femoral cutaneous nerve. In the latter case, the needle needs to be relocated. Although a curvilinear ultrasound probe is often used to identify the iliopubic eminence, a high-frequency linear ultrasound probe 4 to 15 megahertz is more suitable for slender patients. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode of Azra Pain Medicine News, please consider subscribing, sharing with a friend, or leaving us a review.